What's going on, Wiz Nation and Mystics Nation? It's your main man, K. Jose, and I'm back. Welcome to another episode of DC Hoopla. Took a little time away. Last week was in Vegas, took the wife out to Vegas. Today is her birthday. Well, yesterday actually was her birthday, but today is Thanksgiving Day, so she's definitely a turkey baby because she was born on Thanksgiving Day. But... It feels good to be back on here, but it doesn't feel good to be back on here on a negative note, which is talking about the Washington Wizards last two losses. So before I even get started with that, got to give special shout outs. Definitely want to thank everybody for being a subscriber to DC Hoopla, also being a subscriber to State of the Wizards and a subscriber to my main man, Decan at his Wizards Mafia. We appreciate everything you guys have done as far as following us, listening to our content, commenting in the uh, down below in the comment section. Eventually, we're going to start doing live shows that way you can actually comment and converse with us on demand or what should I say actually live with us. Um, if you guys, if any of you guys want to come up and join an episode let us know start putting the emails in the description box so you can reach out to me directly i'm not too sure if dk is going to do that but i'll definitely put my email and if you want to reach out to me directly and let me know follow myself at dc hoopla on ig and twitter follow dcan at wizards mafia twitter ig also subscribe to his Spotify. Wiz takes is on Spotify. DC Hoopla is also on Spotify. And pretty soon, State of the Wizards, we will be on Spotify. We are the voices of the unheard. We provide you the content that you look for. Nobody out there, and I'm going to be very, very honest. Nobody out there is bringing you the kind of content that myself and DKN is bringing you. A lot of the things that are happening right now, State of the Wizards was already telling you this in advance. So let's get into today's episode. So we're going to talk about the Washington Wizards loss to the Pelicans. And I'm actually sharing my screen. Because I want you guys to see some stats. So let's make sure that. So let's look at that. So the Wiz lose to the Pelicans 127 to 102. The Pelicans was actually 3 and 16 coming into this game last night. And now they're 4 and 16. This is, was a so Wizards basketball game. And look at this. When you look at these quarters, we only quarter that we played okay in was the third quarter when we were actually even out with the Pelicans, but the Pelicans dominated this game from start to finish. 
They outscored us in three of the four quarters that we played, which is very unacceptable. And a lot of people are thinking that some players on the Wizards was already thinking about eating turkey today. So they weren't engaged. 22% from three-point range to the Pelicans, 41%. We took, we made seven three-point attempts, I mean, three-point shots out of 31 attempts. We shot terrible from the free throw line, probably the worst I've seen so far this season at 63.9%. I mean, we missed with 13 free throws to the Pelicans actually going 84%. We got re out rebounded, which we have been getting out rebounded so far this month. We were actually rebounding the ball. We was actually averaging 50 rebounds last month. Now we're only averaging 45 rebounds this month. And look, we were right at our average to the Pelicans, 52. Our assist number, we got out assisted yesterday. They had 10 more assists than we did. They had a total of 13 steals to our five. Our turnovers have increased. We've been we turned the ball over at such a high rate. They had nine. We had 19 to their 10 points in the paint. We've been pretty consistent, but it's the turnovers that's been picking up the rebounding. We haven't been doing a good job on that. And our three point percentage. I mean, that's been our Achilles all season long. So when we look at individual stats. Kyle Kuzma only gave us five points. Sorry, seven points, five boards. Catavius, he gave us nine points. Gafford only gave us eight. Bill had 23. Spencer Dinwiddie had 11, almost a triple-double. I know a lot of people have been complaining about Spencer Dinwiddie, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Denny Abdi, who's our best defender on the team, who's one of the better, the best defenders leading the league in defense. One of our, he's pretty much a lockdown defender. He had three points, but I've always said his offense is going to match with his defense. Montrez Harrell had 10. Howell Neto had 13. Sorry about that. Not too sure what occurred there. So all in all, I mean, when you look at this, this was a game that you can easily tell that a lot of the players were not engaged. The Pelicans wanted this game. 26 points from Brandon Ingram. Valanchunas had 21. Josh Hart, 16. Devontae Graham, 12. Uh, what's his name? Nickel Alexander Walker, 12. Willie um, Hanner, uh, Hanner Gomez. Hernan Gomez, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, 13. Former Wizard Tomas, he had four points. Former Wizard Garrett Temple had four. So the Pelicans played an all-around game. But when you look at the just the end, when you look at the stats as a team and you see the 21 22% from downtown. But we taking 31 attempts. That has to we have to stop shooting threes. Teams know we can't shoot threes. We know that we can't shoot threes, but for some reason, we decide we want to continue to keep shooting threes at a high rate. So what we're seeing now in, the, in these games is we're reverting back to bad basketball, seeing a lot of isolation basketball, seeing a lot of careless turnovers, you know, 
we're not talking to each other. We're not playing as a team as the way we did last month. This team, since we started out five and one, has been 500. We've gone six and six since the five and one start. Let me repeat that again, people. We have gone six and six since the five and one start. Now, this loss, it's not on West Sunset Jr. This loss is on the players. The players did not step up to West Sunset Jr. Bradley Bill said that West Sunset Jr. cussed them out during halftime. Evidently, that didn't go anywhere because the team responded in the second half the same way they responded in the first half, which was non-existent. So obviously, there is clearly a disconnect when it comes down to this team of what style of basketball we're going to play. Our identity is us playing defense and creating defense and turning the defense into offense. So let me stop sharing my screen. And we're no longer doing that. Now we're starting to play selfish basketball. Everybody's out there trying to get their points. You know, we got players out here that have their own personal agendas. They know who they are. And since I'm talking about the loss from yesterday, let's talk about the loss to the Hornets. Let's, so let me share my screen for that, and let, let's see what happened with that. So we lose the Hornets on the road. No, I'm sorry, at home. 109 to 103. Now, this was a winnable game. A lot of people say this is a winnable game. But Terry Rozier had 32 points in that game. LaMelo had 28 and 13. He had 30, 28 and 13, almost a triple-double. But Terry Rozier has made three, I mean, I'm sorry, eight three-pointers in that game. Eight threes. When a player makes eight three-pointers against you, you deserve to lose. So let's look at the team stats. We shot 38%. Once again, we go back to the three-point percentage. We shot 24%. We took 37 three-point attempts and only made nine of them. The Hornets didn't shoot that well from the free throw line. We did. And I believe this game, a lot of people were complaining about the refs, which I don't understand why, because we went to the line three more times than the Hornets. Look at our rebounding. My goodness, 65 rebounds as a team? We, we re out-rebounded the Hornets by 29. We had 29 more rebounds in the Hornets. Points in the paint. We had 50 points in the paint. But what hurt us? The 18 turnovers to their 10. Them shooting 48% from downtown. Them shooting 44% from the field as a team. And we shooting 38% as a team. Bad basketball. That's what we're seeing. Kyle Kuzma gave us 11 and 13. KCP gave us 17 points. Bill had 18, almost had a triple-double. Montrezl Harrell, 24 and 18. So people want to know, well, why did we lose the game? 
Well, Spencer Dinwiddie gave us eight points and four boards. Let me say this about Spencer Dinwiddie, because I know a lot of people like to talk about his lack of play, him not being aggressive. Spencer Dinwiddie, at least in three games that I can think of, has been part of the reason why we have won some of these games. Spencer Dinwiddie can go three quarters without doing anything, but in that fourth quarter, he can give you a good 10 points, and they're key clutch buckets. I will say this. Had Spencer Dinwiddie not been clutch, we would be actually on the other side of 500, which is below 500. If Spencer Dinwiddie is not having an impact in the game, we lose these ball games. So Spencer Dinwiddie didn't have an impact against the Hornets, and he didn't have an impact against the Pelicans, and we lost those games. It is very important that Spencer Dinwiddie has some form of an impact in the game. If he doesn't play, and we've seen that too, when he does not play, there are times we don't win those games. Now, to the Bill apologists, I got to be honest. We're 3-0 and without Bradley Bill. And we won games when Bradley Bill doesn't play his best either. When we went 5-1 and one last month, Bradley Bill didn't play his best in those games. I think he only played one game when he played very well. But Spencer Dinwiddie's impact is very important. See, what I believe it is is that fans have gotten accustomed to having a Gilbert Arenas, having John Wall, having Russell Westbrook. And now you have Spencer Dinwiddie, who are not those players, who plays a little bit more under control, who doesn't really turn the ball over at a high rate. Now people are upset and say, well, we need him to be more aggressive. Well, weren't some of you guys frustrated and talking about Westbrook turning the ball over at a high rate, you know, going out there, going rogue? Y'all said the same thing about uh, John Wall. You guys was happy about Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, well, he's going to put up 20 and 7. I remember saying on State of the Wizards that I don't believe that Spencer Dinwiddie is going to give us 20 and 7. And so far, he hasn't. That's not his job. His job, I think, should be he's more of a Chauncey Billis with the Detroit Pistons when he gets everybody else involved. And then when it's time to close the game out, he's closing the game out. But what we're seeing now is Bill is trying to close out the game, and Bill has been averaging in the last several games pretty much damn near six turnovers. And he's turning the ball over in clutch moments of the game. So the Washington Wizards' identity is what got us to 5-1. and one. That's playing as a team, playing solid defense, turning your defense into offense. The ISO basketball, we saw that last season. This team cannot revert to playing ISO ball when everybody's taking a quick shot early in the shot clock or we're trying to create double hedges for Bradley Bill to get wide open. Bradley Bill is overexerting himself trying to get 20 to 30 points because he's trying to hit the MVP status. He needs to get it out of his head that that's not going to work. And when the team wins the ball game, give credit to West Sunset Jr. as well as the teammates. Don't give all the credit to Bradley Bill. This Bradley Bill worshiping that has been going on has got to cease. So when we look at the next few games that this team is getting, that we're getting ready to play, we play the Thunder tomorrow on the road. You know, that could go either way. Now, the Thunder is not a good team. 
but neither were the Pelicans, and we lost. The Thunder is a young team that's hungry. They don't have nothing to play for. We do. The Mavericks, they're kind of mediocre, but God, they got that guy, Luka Donich. He's a problem. We could easily lose that game. Then after that, we play San Antonio. Then we play the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are not as bad as I thought they were. And then, of course, we play the Cavaliers. But what type of this, these, these next three games coming up, really, I would say these next from, from tomorrow all the way up until the 6th of December, it's really going to tell what kind of season we're really going to have. You know, I was a little bit reserved during the whole run because I, even when we were like eight and three and when we were 10 and three, I was reserved because it was still early. You know, I didn't want to get too excited because it's a long season. Anything can happen. And as you can see, we're starting to hit reality. Teams are starting to get hip. They know we can't shoot the three. They know we're going to shoot ourselves out of games. They know all they got to do is pack that pain in. They know we're going to try to pass the ball to Bill. You know, we're not, we're not gelling just yet. Players are not familiar with each other. So as the season goes on and now the game's becoming a little bit much more closer and the seat and the, the uh, schedule is becoming a little bit more condensed, you know, we don't really have a lot of time you know, for this team to actually get to know each other. So you're kind of winging it. We're going to see what type of season we're going to actually have, because now we're getting ready to go into the month of December. And there's quite a few games that are not gimmies. You know, we will be seeing the jazz. We will be seeing the nuggets. We will be seeing, I believe the Suns are what 14 and three. We will be seeing these teams. So as a fan, of my wizards you know i believe reality is actually setting in so wiz nation i'm gonna go ahead and end this episode of dc hoopla i want to say happy thanksgiving to you guys you guys be safe out there also before i uh end this episode um, and I normally don't do this, but I'm going to actually do this because I'm going to talk about something very current and it's going to be very short. Um, I definitely want to say rest in peace to young Dolph Memphis rapper that was murdered in his hometown. He was going to get cookies and he was gunned down at the cookie shop. 36 year old philanthropist. Um, well-known rapper in Memphis. Hip hop community is actually mourning his loss. The streets out here are crazy. It's unfortunate for him, you know, for his family, for his fans. You know, we gotta love one each, you know, one another. Definitely tell your loved ones that you love them, because tomorrow's never promised. So on that note, I want to say you guys have a good one. Definitely appreciate you guys. Like, share, and subscribe. See you on the next one.